0: It's the question I hear just about every day on my social media, should I be on a freelancing platform or should I be managing my own freelancing business off of a Fiverr or off of an Upwork? In this episode, I'm going to break down the pros and cons of both using a platform versus working for yourself and why I believe both of them should be part of your freelancing journey at some point. Let's freaking do it. All right, guys. So this is definitely going to be like an information jam packed podcast. I actually sat down to write some show notes for this one. And it ended up basically becoming a like 1000 word blog post because there's so much to talk about when it comes to breaking down the different kinds of freelancing that you can do every day and the pros and cons that come with both. I'm not going to sit here and say there's an end-all be-all solution to freelancing. I think every form of freelancing has both its good and bad attributes, which is definitely why I wanted to explore it in this episode and just share with you guys from my personal experience, what I have noticed is both good and bad about using a freelancing platform versus working purely independent and running your own business. So what I love about freelancing is that there is no one right way to do it. There's tons of different ways to go about freelancing and making money and growing your own business. And for me, that's why I consider it to be such a reliable and sustainable way to make money because there's not just one way to do it. Right. So it's like if there was only one freelancing platform in the world and that was the only way you can make money as a freelancer, there would be a lot of pressure on that. You know, what if it didn't work out for you? What if you quit? What if you got kicked off of it? But actually more than ever right now, there's so many new freelancing platforms that are popping up and there's becoming more and more ways to funnel your own clients. If you're off of a freelancing platform, like using Instagram or email marketing or all of the many marketing ways that you can get your name out there and start managing your own business online. And another amazing thing about it is no matter which way you choose to freelance, it literally requires you to put like no money into it. You might have to put a little more money into it if you're going to go ahead and do it on your own, if you want a website developed, but I mean, you could also just probably make the website yourself. If you want to save money, you'll just have to spend money on the domain and the hosting every year. But I mean, having your own website's a good idea, whether you freelance independently or not, in my opinion, anyway. And yeah, just mentioning real quickly with this year, uh, we have Contra that just launched. They take a 0% commission fee off of orders we have continuum which is the all-in-one freelancing software solution it's a great place to manage your clients that you get on your own linkedin is soon launching linkedin marketplaces which i'm really excited about and even tiktok this week teased that they are going to be incorporating a job hiring element to their app where people can submit their resumes and apply to jobs directly through tiktok which should tell you guys come on you know what i'm going to say that old Facebook, old old Zuckerberg, certainly isn't going to pass up getting his fingers in this. So I know Facebook already has a job hiring portal, but I'm sure Instagram soon will as well. And I'm sure they will roll out a freelancing specific feature, probably their own marketplace if I had to guess, because the longer they can keep you inside of their apps, the more money they make. (laughs) Okay. So now it's time to dive into the details of being a solopreneur with your freelancing business versus using a freelancing platform. Now, little background guys, I have used Shopify partners. I am currently using Continuum, Contra, and Fiverr to source my freelancing leads i really don't have that much experience with upwork and i know there's probably 100 other freelancing sites out there these are just my personal experiences and what i have come to find is both good and bad about them now in this episode when i talk about the good and bad of freelancing platforms i'm mainly talking about fiverr i'm really new on continuum and contra so i am not talking about them Specifically when I'm talking about freelancing platforms, plus Contra and Continuum are not the same thing as Fiverr. They are freelancer-centric versus buyer-centric. So a lot of these things won't apply to them. So just know in this episode, you know, I'm talking about my experience on Fiverr, obviously, You know when i get into the pros and cons here Fiverr still yes has been the place that i've managed to earn hundreds of thousands of dollars so despite all their cons you know and there's certainly a lot of them i just want you to know you know if you work through all of it you can still make a ton of money on a freelancing platform you can also make a ton of money off of a freelancing platform so i don't want you to think you know one will bring much more monetary reward than the other one all of this is what you want to put into it and for people who are saying, oh, well, Fiverr's saturated and I can't possibly make what you make, that is false because you should literally, every day I go on Instagram and I open up my DMs and there's like 10 people in the night who messaged me and said, hey, you know, I listened to your video and I got on Fiverr last month and I made $3,000 already. It's crazy. And I'm gonna start posting these testimonials on my page. I'm actually not a salesy person at heart. I'm trying to get past that. So now I'm starting to ask people for their permission so I can post these testimonials. For you guys to see but believe me there are tons of them and there are there's still tons of room for you on a site like a Fiverr. so okay we're gonna jump into breaking down a freelancing platform first we're gonna look at the benefits and then the bad part the cons and then after that we're gonna break down what it's like being a freelancer on your own as your own business owner okay so what are the pros of being on a site like fiverr The platform acts as the middleman in disputes with buyers and holds funds in escrow for you. So that means, you know, if you have a crazy ass buyer who is, you know, going nuts and might try and steal whatever, you know, Fiverr will come in and intervene on your behalf. Unfortunately, half of the time, ah, more than half of the time, Fiverr will side with them and not you, which is technically then a con, but I have had it be helpful in many times where... These buyers have to pay first, Fiverr holds the funds and then releases it to you when the order's done so you never have to worry about someone not paying you or having any sketchy money problems. And I know I've really appreciated that about the site because I've been able to scale my Fiverr business not having to worry about chasing down clients for payments. Another pro, the platform funnels you clients in exchange for that 20% you pay them. So the 20% they take out of your order would technically be a con, however they look at it, as that is the 20% you are paying into using their marketing features, which is when they funnel you clients while you are asleep. So the Fiverr algorithm works on your behalf so long as you put in the effort to make sure your profile and gigs look nice. And they, work, they go out there and they try and get you clients for you. So it's kind of that model where you can get clients in your sleep. You can also get clients in your sleep by running your own business, but it's going to take much more effort and establishing the proper systems to do that for you. Whereas on a Fiverr, this type of feature can happen for you in just days. These platforms like Fiverr also have their own online courses where you can take what you want, and have the ability to also join their virtual events and network with other people at Fiverr. And I always say this, I still believe this, that Fiverr is the best way to dive into freelancing as a newbie because it tends to be a lower price than other freelancing sites. So people have technically a lower expectation of you. Does that mean it's a long-term sustainable solution? No, it definitely doesn't. But I mean, Fiverr has everything you need when you first get started. It has timer set up, it has questionnaires you fill out, Inside of your gigs, you know, they make sure that you get your money when the order closes. And I kind of find having all of those features already set up for you can make it really easy if you're just starting because there's a lot of things that you're going to have to learn. So, you know, if Fiverr already has those things set up for you, that'll give you the time to learn more about your own skills, your own time management and customer service and all of these things and transferable skills that you can then take to other platforms or take off of Fiverr down the line. All right. Now we're going to get into the cons of working on a Fiverr. This list is a little bit longer than the pros because I just want to be real with you guys. So let's (laughs) let's dive in. When you work on a Fiverr, you know, they still technically own your business at the end of the day, especially because it's an anonymous site. You're not supposed to take your business off of Fiverr unless you wink, wink. Copy and paste their contact information into an Excel spreadsheet that Fiverr never knows that you own. Wink, wink. (laughs) Fiverr, though, still owns you at the end of the day. You have to adhere to their terms of service. You have to deal with when they side with a buyer and refund your money. You don't totally own your business on there and you are not a totally autonomous person, which means, no, it's not something that you can count on for the rest of your life. Because yes, what if a Fiverr kicked you off? It isn't a security blanket. You know, it's a great place for getting started. It's a great place for making a lot of money very fast, but you should always be on other sites or running your own business off of Fiverr in order to have job security, guys. I cannot stress that enough. Another con to Fiverr is it's kind of a race to the bottom. You have to charge cheaper rates at first to be competitive and get five-star reviews which yes, you can sometimes get five-star reviews that are not fair or a client can hit you with a bad review that you didn't deserve and that can impact your business on there. You don't have control over the social proof that is coming through your profile. Like I said, no, Contra and Continuum are not like Fiverr. They are not set up this way with a race to the bottom. They have much different business models, which I can break down in future episodes for you guys. But again, I'm just talking about Fiverr right now. You know, I could go on, these are the obvious cons that come with Fiverr, which is why I believe, again, it's a great thing to do for six months, a year, two years, three years, if you want. But you know, I've, I've been doing it for six years now, so when I reflect on how much money I've lost to so that 20%, it definitely is not a long-term sustainable solution and why I am working on pivoting off of Fiverr right now in 2021. Okay, moving on to freelancing and managing your own business as a solo entity. The pros, you have total control over your business. You are not bound by those five-star reviews. If somebody leaves you a positive testimonial, you have the right to plaster it all over your website. But if somebody tells you you suck, nobody ever needs to know that they said that and you can just throw that testimonial in the garbage if you want. So there's less pressure To show up and appease your clients every single day. Obviously, you still want to appease them because you want them to buy your services and keep coming back, but you don't have to worry about those unfair five-star reviews that were just straight-up lies. You technically can tell your clients to F off if you want. You know, If somebody's being a total psycho, you reserve the right to just say, you know what? Screw you. I don't want to work with you. Um, You can decline orders before people book them on Fiverr as well, but after someone books an order, if they start a really messed up revision process with you, you're kind of stuck. And if you're working for yourself, you can just block someone's email and say, okay, bye, if you want. Obviously, not something you want to have to do often, but you reserve that right. You also reserve the right to charge what you want. You don't have to charge five, 10 or fifteen dollars when you're working for yourself. You can charge a more competitive industry rate because you're already telling your clients that since you went through the effort of sending up a professional website and all the things that you're gonna have to put together for this business. You're automatically communicating a higher quality service that you are going to turn around to these people and they are going to be willing to pay you more money for it. However, you're not going to be able to turn around the same volume as you would on a Fiverr, but that's kind of up to you. It can can offset itself. You know, if you're charging three times as much on your own, then you don't need three times as many clients to make the same amount of money. Some more pros. You don't have the same timers on your orders as a Fiverr does, although you will wanna say to clients, I can have this done in three days, four days, whatever it is, but you don't have that timer that's actually ticking down and factoring into your delivery rate like you do on a Fiverr. And if you're late, on an order on fiverr that gets factored into your profile and isn't a good thing if you're late occasionally with someone on your own you know not a good business practice but you're not going to have your profile you know pulled out of an algorithm or anything like that and to me the final like best pro of working for yourself is that you can more easily build it out into a business slash empire than you can with a freelancing profile because the freelancing profiles aren't really set up for supporting you as a business person, they're just designed to be this singular profile that you have where you make some money. And when you're working on your own, you've already taken the time to establish an entire brand and business that is much easier to scale and it's more transparent if you're gonna hire help and do all the things that you're going to want to do down the line, because I believe every freelancer wants to eventually build their singular freelancing services into more of a business. Come on guys, like who doesn't want to be a boss listening to this? If you're listening to this, you're, you're taking an initiative that tells me that you want to be a boss and pat yourself on the back. Okay. So that brings me to the cons of working for yourself as a freelancer. Everything is on you from billing to revisions. There is no longer a middleman that's going to help with disputes there's no one who's going to step in if somebody's being crazy. It's entirely on you, which is why I don't recommend that you start freelancing in this capacity in your first few months of taking the plunge into freelancing. I feel that I could work for myself as a solo freelancer now because of the experience that I've gotten using a fiber, you know, understanding human nature, customer service, how to keep people happy, how to predict problems. You know, these are all things that I've learned by using a Fiverr. So I now feel I can do it on my own. Again, the client can technically run away with your money unless you don't have the proper contracts drafted or unless you don't require that they pay entirely upfront or you have some type of contract that states if they hate what you do, they they can't dispute the payment and PayPal. You know, you need to have some type of contract drafted which might cost some money. You need to set up lead funnels where these clients are going to come from. Like how do people even know that you are selling these services? You're gonna need a website. It's gonna help if you put some effort into your social media to funnel clients. in. you might wanna start with email marketing and collecting your emails. And that's kind of how you let people know about these new services that you offer. It's like running any business today. You're gonna to have to put in some effort to make sure that people know who the heck you are when they go on Google. You know, how are they gonna find you and your freelance graphic design services? That's going to take time, and in some cases, it might take some money to set up. Also, with working for yourself, you are going to have to put some time into growing your business. You are not going to get that immediate you know, volume of orders that you can get in just one month on Fiverr. You're going to have to be much more patient. It might take you six months. It might take you a year or two years for this business to get to a point where it's turning over those six figures for you. Obviously you also have to put time into a Fiverr as well, but I have seen that the come up on a Fiverr is much quicker than if you work on your own for your own business. And that there's nothing wrong with that, but if you're someone who's like, I need 2K a month and I need it yesterday, then creating this kind of business is not going to give that to you immediately. However, it's a much more sustainable long-term solution that if you do put in all of this effort and set up all of these lead funnels and make an amazing website, And post all over social media. I believe that you could scale this business to a much higher, you know, income monetary level than you could actually a Fiverr profile. So if you were to look at the two graphs, you know, a Fiverr is immediate come up and then almost a plateau. Whereas with this one, it's a slow curve upward that then turns exponential. Sorry, I'm not a mathematician, so I don't know if that was like a totally incorrect way of describing those graphs (laughs) okay well that was a lot of information i feel like i need a drink of water right now so i'm going to sum this up for you guys again this is based on my personal experience freelancing if you have had a different experience feel free to let me know about it don't come after me and tell me i'm wrong this is just what i have personally seen so this is what i would have you you know walk away with here A Fiverr or an Upwork is great for your first few years freelancing. You can have quick success, you can work with tons of people, crash course to customer service, to pricing psychology, to dealing with revisions, all of those things that you're gonna have to learn with hands-on support. You know, I think a Fiverr or an Upwork is a great place to learn it because many of the other elements of your business like timers and questionnaires are being handled by these sites for you. I do not think these sites are a long-term solution due to that 20%. You do hit a plateau. If you start to make 100K every year and you're giving that 20K back to these platforms, it's going to start to annoy you and it's gonna prevent you from hitting your true potential on the sites. So I, I look at these sites like the training wheels on your bike. After two or three years, it's time to take the training wheels off and and bike without any support or help. And after two or three years on these sites, you guys are going to know absolutely everything you need to know to go own your own business and be a total boss. Now, again, sites like a Contra or a Continuum are in a way actually the best of both worlds. And I'm very excited to see where these sites go. These sites don't take that 20% from you, yet they also provide you with some resources and some help to manage your business. So you're not doing it totally on your own. So, you know, a year from now, I could be getting on here and saying, guys, Contra and Continuum, that's it. Don't do anything else. Like they're the end all be all. They just launched both of them. So. I'm following along with them. I think they're great teams who manage both of them, and I'm really excited to see what they do. And I'm really excited to see if they put a pressure on a Fiverr or an Upwork to be more freelancer-centric or maybe to lower that 20% to a 10% or a 5%. We can only hope. Working for yourself, managing your own freelancing business is the long-term solution. So what do I recommend you do? I recommend around the 1.5 to 2.5-year mark on a Fiverr or an Upwork while you're managing your businesses on there, you start to set up your own business that you manage as yourself, as the brand, you know, you, the freelancer, you're the face of your own business. You start putting in the effort to set up this business off of a Fiverr while you are supplementing your income with the money you're earning on a Fiverr. So that by your third year doing all of this, you now have a rocking, you know, Fiverr profile that's doing great. And you actually also have your own freelancing business that's starting to get its own clients while you sleep because all of your funnels are amazing and you've been patient with it and you've given it the time it needs to grow. And then at the third, fourth year mark, you know, your business starts to take off to the point where you feel comfortable leaving a Fiverr or an Upwork and you can sleep better at night if you're worried that one of them might kick you off with no warning because you broke some stupid rule in their terms of service. They have some really stupid terms of service rules, guys, so always be sure to read them because they're not always what you think they would be. You can tell them salty about this. Okay, there it is. Wow, I feel like, honestly, I like, kind of want to pat myself on the back because I feel like that was really amazing business <laughs> advice. So guys, bookmark this episode. Come back to it if you need to. Definitely share it with people you know who are anywhere. And the beginning stages to five years into their freelancing journey, I think this episode probably has something for everyone in it. And with that, guys, I'm going to sign off. I hope you enjoyed listening to this. As always, go out there, go kill it. Don't listen to everyone's hate or criticism. They're just jealous that you are living your truth and are free with your work. And don't be scared. I believe in you guys. Tune in next week for the next episode.